We don't cut because we're not cutters. <laughs> not cutters. We don't need we the have, attention have, that badly. Exactly. We have high self-esteem. Okay, so let's try this and see if it works. Welcome to Everyone Racers, a podcast designed for the world of low-dollar racing and oddball car culture. Whatever kind of LeChump or track dog you run, SCCA or NASA, we don't discriminate. Just We even think you drifto hella flush guys are all right, as long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, news and notes for the world of low-buck ranking, and if you can handle it, Chrissy will give you just the tip. I'll be your fake pit marshal. My name's actually mental. Everyone report to the paddock. It's it's still you, Chris. You still say, oh, oh, he he froze. <laughs> I was waiting for Chrissy. Hey, this yeah. is Chris. This is Chrissy, and I'm still mental. So thanks for coming back to a a I. In the notes, we say awesome episode of the podcast, but I'm not going to lie. We're we're down 25. percent You know, we're down on power. It's it's Sunday. We're just trying to finish the race because we we we've lost the fourth leg of our stool. And then we have an eight hour tow home. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's a callback thing, folks. That's a comedy routine. All right. So, yeah, we're without Jeff this weekend because Jeff has to do a thing called work and not get divorced. These are the things for Jeff to do. The more important thing is the not get divorced part. Chrissy, is is Chris frozen? Because he's hysterical to me. I'm going to take this picture and put it on Facebook. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) You might want to close your video and start over again. Okay. Anyway. No, no, no. Oh, I don't know. No, never mind. You can't do that. Okay. So, uh, what are we working so, on? Yeah, so Chrissy, what you working on? Um, so this weekend we had uh, a dual car weekend of work in the garage. We started with uh, Saturday. Jim was over. Jim Wakeman, Jeff's brother, he was over to help with the uh, breakdown of the Civic. So we'll talk a lot more about what we need to do with that and how it went. But we worked all day on that. We had the motor pulled about a little afternoon, right before lunch. And uh, and then we kind of continued to tear it down and, and pull the parts apart. And then Sunday we uh, worked on the my sister's Mazda 3, and we got that all done, actually. Most of it was Chris. I, I can't even take much uh, responsibility for that, but I did help here and there. Uh, we did suspension, brakes, fluids, all kinds of good stuff. So it's pretty much like a brand new car. Um, so that's what, about what, what we've been what, working what, on. That, that was your goal when you guys got that thing for it. You knew it needed, what, shocks and... We just wanted enough. Uh, yeah, it didn't need a whole lot of things. It needed enough to make sure that it was uh, going to pass inspection and be safe. So it did. Uh, one of the a couple of the shocks were blown, and I think uh, it, it you could use. Uh, and actually, we found that a whole bunch of things had never been done. So it was nice to get that um, all up to speed. We just wanted to give the car a good baseline because we wanted to essentially have it be worry free and not touch it. So all these shocks, all new brakes. The rear trailing arm bushings actually fell out when I when I pulled the trailing arms, and so that was no good. All new fluids, plugs, filters, all that jazz. So it's uh, it's all refreshed now. It's very nice. And she loves the car anyway, because like as you've mentioned before, Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy's mom. <laughs> everybody, the, everybody loves the car. Chrissy's mom loves the car too. Chrissy's so, dad yes. drives it every day these days. Actually, yes, so. right. That's true. One, oh, they're, okay. down, they're down a car, so they're driving. They're my parents are driving it actually. So basically, you guys fixed up your sister's car so your parents could have it. That's yep. true. <laughs> That's exactly it. Because my mom has her dad's car, because that makes sense. So, story for another time. Chris, okay. what are you working on? Say, well, what 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 happened to Christine's lovely BMW wagon? Well, we didn't uh, tell you. Oh, she got totally she hit by an Uber driver and totaled out the E46. Oh no! I love that car. 
So oh. does she. Everyone so did, did she. Oh. And, and because there are so many manual transmission steel blau E46 wagons around. Oh, you know, I know. Yeah. And we had replaced everything, clutch, the detent pins and the trans, bushings, ball joints, you name it. It was A great. new door when she needed it. Yep. All that stuff. Pulling, pulling system. You redid yep. all that. So the Uber driver hits her right front corner and then scrapes all down the side. That's very well totaled. So she is in the process of getting a uh, new Mazda CX-5 now, actually. That's what we've ultimately now, uh, decided. Okay. Now, have they already like taken the car from her? Because I will totally pay scrap volume for that car just to have a manual uh, E30, E46 wagon. It's not repairable, Mental. Like, really, it's bad. Oh, that just... There's a there's a guy down here in Atlanta does HPDE and he does all kinds of track days and he shows up at like at every low buck race yeah. and he's got this gorgeous gold manual transmission E46 wagon with a four point roll bar on the back of it it is I am so jealous of this thing and he shows up with his track wheels in the back of his wagon it's only a two seater and then he puts his stuff on there has a great day and drives home that's fantastic that's commitment too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it also keeps you just a little bit slower when you're out there because you know you've got that's to drive. That's true. <laughs> that's kind of like when you drove the BMW to CMP and took it on track. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and that was the thought that went through my head in my third session when I'm hammering around the track for 15 laps with a track prep E46 M3 and a Ferrari 430. And I'm on stock suspension, Continental Street tires, and stock brakes. And I said, you know what? I need to drive this nine hours is- home. Yeah, that is literally one of those devil and angel kind of moments, you know, because the devil shows up and goes, Ferrari, I'm totally keeping it up with stock tires and stock brakes on a car that I daily drive. And then the angel pops up and goes, that you have to drive home for nine that, hours. So that and angel they, they was fight. me. They fight for a little bit. Yeah. That angel was me because I was saying, I'm not coming to pick you up. So you can uh-huh. figure out how to get home. Uh-huh. Hey, it was successful. Had a great time. Only chewed up Absolutely. some of the tires and some of the brakes and drove home. And the car was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's what happened on my mom's car. She actually broke a bone in her foot even in the course of this oh, whole no. thing. Yep. So she is a, has a, a boot on and has this pirate leg thing that she, that she puts her knee on and walks around and falls down with. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. But she's okay for the most part. But now we got to get her something new. But fortunately, we can get her a new car with all kinds of nice safety features like lane keeping and brake for you when you don't notice things and all that backup cameras and blind spot monitors and cross traffic alert and all the fancy wonderful safety features Mazda has in their all new 2017 CX-5. And and, and, and I hear you because you're trying to take care of your mom, but bear in mind, this is a woman that drove a manual wagon just fine until Uber driver decided he didn't like her car. Yep. So that's what we're doing. All right, um, and that's why she has Chrissy's dad's car is because you can't keep the rental car forever while we're trying to figure out what to do. So uh, she's using Joe's old 2005 Ford Escape that he got for free from another family member, so it continues the tradition of passing around the free car to whoever needs a car right now because it's such a I'm, wonderful thing, the 2005 Ford Escape. Even if it was new, it was not class-leading in any way. <laughs> yeah, my friend Ben back in Oklahoma, he uh, his parents had one, and he'd get a car, and then you know if something would break on it, and he'd end up having to borrow it, and we'd all start up on him about having the escape. We had a, another nasty word for it, and then you know he'd go and buy. He bought a 318 Ti and did an S54 swap, and then halfway through that, it went sideways, so he ended up back in the escape, and yeah. It's like the sad place you go to when everything else in life fails. Is oh, you're back in the escape. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Anything I can get help? It's, yeah, it's like it's like going home. Our, li- our listeners. 
<laughs> car. I don't, th- well, I don't think anyone yeah, there yeah. thinks it's great. But hey, it works. You know what? That's what's great. It works. They they agree because right now Chris's mom is going, yeah, I hate this car. (laughs) Sorry. You know what? It runs right now. It works. So we'll give it that. Kudos to the escape. Okay. Chris, uh, talk about Civic. Yeah. Let's take a little longer than normal. What are you working on for this? Because this is interesting stuff. So the Civic was turbocharged. It ran great. And then it gradually got progressively worse over time. And it ran, still ran great at Thompson, but we were definitely blowing by more oil than we had enough that the, the big catch can we put in really wasn't keeping up very well. And it, we also were pressurizing the the uh, cooling system. Enough that we, just enough that we fill up the overflow bottle. So before New Hampshire replaced the head gasket, thinking, well, that's probably it because it's a Honda and a turbocharged. That seems to make sense. And for and the rest, you, you forgot you forgot something in that reassembly process, right? Well, yeah, yeah we're getting there, getting there. So <laughs> apparently, I forgot to put dowel pins in the cylinder head, which is a shame. So um, I, I love that you say apparently. That's the, that's the excuse my my cadets give me when they don't do their homework. Well, apparently, no, there's no apparent. I'm sorry, and I'm I'm not picking on you. I'm yeah, sorry. I didn't know. I'd forgotten until we, until Manny pointed out. Where's your dowel pins? Oh. Uh, which, which, if you honestly think about it, is a compliment that that engine made it that long without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Um, so after after we had unturboed it at the track and got it uh, to to go run non-turbo, it was still bad. And during the course of Sunday, especially, it was just billowing smoke out of the catch can, like billowing smoke enough that even it got. I, I posted I posted a picture yeah, to Facebook. It, there was it, you it, could see the smoke. It was bad enough that the. That, the driver, Eric, when he's out in his chicken ship, he's like, it's smoking a lot in the car now. Is it? Is this okay? So I sent, I sent him back out. Yeah. It's fine. You know, you know how in the course of uh, you know, we've established that there's there's on pace and then there's off pace and then there's citron pace? Yeah. So, so I feel like we can establish levels of smoke. You know, yeah. there's there's mental ignoring the oil gauge and the truck level of smoke. And then I, I don't know, you know, another, and then like the final level of why are you still on the track is like Omar smoke. West Indian dope smoking team. Like that's basically <laughs> what it was. Um, so anyway, we put, we tore it all down. And sure enough, we had destroyed the rings the top rings in all of the cylinders so apparently i did not set a big enough ring gap even though when aaron and i put that together we were on the big side on gaps we actually worried we'd set them too big but we did not so what happened is the ring gap closed as it got hot and as it therefore the ring had nowhere else to go but explode and break and then the real problem is uh, a number of the pieces of ring in two cylinders got up into the combustion chamber and once in there, they knocked themselves around quite a bit. There's even some nice indentations where some of them were apparently vertical when the piston came up, and it just pressed oh. into the piston and pressed into the head and gouged the hell out of the block. So the head that had all that free labor time and porting that made nice power is trash. Now it's an end table or a paperweight. Oh, that, I, 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 I. I am not mocking you. I am genuinely bummed because I remember Chrissy posting pictures of that head work being done in the kitchen yeah. next to the sink. Yeah, well, that was only disassembly. Then, uh, uh, so also the block has some nice gouges in the uh, in the, the uh, piston liners. So it's at the machine shop right now to have the guys trying to see if it's salvageable or not. 
Uh, it was fun, though, when I dropped the engine block off in the NSX. They got a kick out of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I don't know what those things go for up there, but, I mean, how expensive is an engine block? Is that, or are you just really wanting to stick with a pro- proven thing rather than go to the junkyard and yank another? We have a bunch of them. Yeah, we have two more sitting around. We have, we have no shortage of engines around here. Yeah. Now, which 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 is this the block out of the original uh, Spam Honda, nope. the the no. the Wago van? That's next you still in line. Have that one. Oh yeah, that's next yeah. in line. Once the machine shop tells me what I'm expecting, is that they say, "Yep, this one isn't going to work." Then the the old old hero motor Black. from the Wago van gets torn apart and built up <laughs> for the next one. So that's the plan right now. It's sitting on uh, on a furniture valley, ready to move. Uh, it, you know, it 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 did a wonderful job. So. We'll try it again, but now I have to do all those little things I did at the old block, like port open all the oil passageways and chamfer, you know, remove the the uh, sharp edges from anywhere in the block, but add it to the girdle and you know, clearance for other things and et cetera, et cetera. A lot of work. We'll do it again. Yay. Hey, it'll be better this time. Another thing I'm going to do is instead of using an air die grinder for all the work, which my crappy craftsman compressor couldn't really keep up with and have to stop and wait for about half the time for it to, it to keep up and for it to rest... Now, do you have a full-size one, or are you talking about the pancake one you bring to the track? Uh, it's a oh, medium we have a full size. size. No, it's a medium oh. size. It's a, oh. The full-size ones are as big as us and have two pistons on and run on 220. Um, this one is a 30-gallon, okay. you know, oil-less, loud-as-hell, annoying, but has worked for okay, 20 I, years. I think I, I have, yeah, I have the 50-gallon version of that, that yeah. one, yeah. So uh, it's not good at keeping up with a die grinder going all the time. So I'm buying a Makita corded um, die grinder. Ooh, it's not super exciting, it. you know. It's some, but you know, this one it'll run without stopping, and I think it'll go a lot faster if I can keep it. If I can do that, because before I really had to stop all the time for the uh, the air compressor to catch up. So, plus having done this all before, I think I'll be a little faster this time. We shall see. Now, and, and I'll I'll keep asking stupid questions. You're just going to do the one head, or you're just going to go get a couple of heads and do it to a couple sets of them. Uh, well, only we only have time for one. Yeah. I mean, as it is, like I have a trans that I wanted to, that that was grinding a gear, and I have a bunch of parts, and I was like, oh, I'll I'll just freshen that trans up, so we have a good spare. That's still sitting there. I haven't done that yet, so you know, we'll get the one head. But fortunately, we bought a cylinder head for eighty five dollars up in New Hampshire, so that's going to be the sacrificial head, I think, to uh, as the next one to get done. Nice, nice. And then, and then we'll and yeah, have... of course, you sent uh, you yeah when you sent Steve on the errand. Here's eighty dollars. Go bring me a head. Right. Bring me the head. <laughs> <laughs> It was yellow. It was yellow. Someone, someone, some fool had painted the valve cover yellow, which is great. Yo, yo. Fortunately, whoever it was though, before I'm sure they blew the bottom out of the motor, had put iridium (laughs) spark plugs in it, so they obviously cared a little bit. So, yeah, paid extra money at AutoZone for those. I know, really, (laughs) to go along with their Wagner quiet stops. Yes. Okay, enough about us, Mental. What are you doing? Um. So it was Halloween, and you guys know that you know Vicky's a bit of a Halloweeny. So we, uh, yeah, we we were getting that set up. We had a projector on the side of the house, projecting uh, various phantasms and that sort of thing. And then Vicky had all the lights out, and then we had the animated Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers that we have all that stuff standing out there. So that was a good part. I didn't. Of I didn't see any week. pictures. Did you post any to Facebook? No, Vicky's all about the IG now. She's uh, she's trying to be lit for the IG, yo. For the what? But, uh, the Instagram. Oh. That's what what is kids, that? that? That's what the kids It's a thing that makes your oh. pictures look worse. <laughs> so not, nothing to Facebook at all? 
No, I think she, she I think she just uses Facebook for shopping. I thought they you know, Facebook's for people Facebook's for people like for my old age. people? Oh yeah. shoot. I thought the two <laughs> I thought the two programs talked in when you posted something on one it go went on sometimes. the other sometimes. I think you have to they tell can, it but, to. but that's that is like such a, you know, I'm an internet model kind of move. My level of literacy with this is like first grade. <laughs> well, well, I'm hope it was great. I wish I had seen it. No, no, and uh, well, I, you know what? I'll make it a point to post on Facebook because we've we've all three kind of been busy enough this week. We neglected the Facebook. I forgot to post the uh, Petty Cash Ralph oh, video. Oh, video! I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So I got that on there, and we probably missed a couple other things on that one. But so we had Halloween, and then um, in the realm of our giant station wagons, uh, the Suburban's been kind of acting up lately. Back before uh, Italy's or uh, Vicky's parents or went to Italy with her her dad and her brother. Um, the suburban would just randomly decide what temperature it wants it to be. I would, I would set the controls to 69 degrees and it would decide, no, 90 is exactly what I want. Oh, or gosh. <laughs> yeah. In That's the summer in, in Atlanta. Yeah. No, this, it'll be fine. I'm sorry. Then, mental. I can't do that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't let you. So then, you know, winter came about and I get a text from Vicky. She's like, uh, driver's side heat, just not working. Passenger side is. So it's like, oh, I'd like it to be 80 degrees. No, you'll take 52. Right. <laughs> Here's some AC. Let's yeah. match the outside weather right now. <laughs> so, and then the front AC and the back AC were like fighting, you know, finish him. I, so, uh, we took it to a specialist and so they went through it. And then the first thing we found is actually we'd managed to shred the, uh, air conditioning belt, which I don't know how <gasps> that happened. We did that? Yeah, we did. On the way back from New Hampshire, we heard something squeaking, couldn't hear, figure out what it was. And all of a sudden it stopped. But that was October. So we didn't know anything was matter. wrong until. <laughs> Till May, and then so why don't, why don't why it. don't this AC work? I tried to charge it, it wasn't taking a charge. Oh, I don't know what's actually, wrong. that was that was my call. Actually, I yeah. said, "You remember that belt? Yeah, we lost that belt. That's when we lost it." Yeah, See, the it, tensioner I seized was, and belt strip. I was all about like you know, okay. I thought it was all all going to be driven off that super gigantor serpentine belt, which you know I've been kind of obnoxious about staying on top of. So I've changed the thing a couple of times. I never knew there was an AC belt, and the guy's like, "Yeah, if you don't know it's there, you'll never." Ever find it yeah the old tiny belt behind the serpentine belt because again i have also changed the uh serpentine belt when i had the water pump and refresh the whole cooling system and aren't i good i do all that and then didn't change the eight (laughs) dollar ac belts and of course i got my nice new tensioner on it because the old tensioner totally seized that's what failed it so i been there so you're gonna put a new one in well, so they put the belt on there, and the air conditioner still didn't work. And then the other thing about the heating is uh, their actuators. You know, they divert to the windshield or to the floor vents or to the vents in front of your face. Now, in the Suburban, at least the 1500, there are four of them. And they are $125 a piece, and they like to fail, oh, about the 170,000-mile range, which is, you know, this guy, it is a well-versed thing. He knew all about them. And sure enough, a couple of hours had gone out, and it was going to cost me $1,000 if I wanted all four of them done. I'm like, uh, make it so the windshield will get hot. We're good. <laughs> so, yeah, they replaced they replaced one of them, and that was the, the where the Suburban was all week. So you're saying I've got 7,000 miles left until that happens. <laughs> until they're eligible to go out, yes. Which okay. It just, just reaffirmed that I've got to get Vicky an actually nice car and then take the Suburban back uh, you know, for – whatever torture I decide to put it through on that one. The upside is, is I, I, I fired up the uh, VFR and wrote it to work twice last week, which was ah, so nice. I, I need to make it a point to do that more often. You should. Did you put a new tire on it? Nope. Uh, Just hope, hoped, hoped it didn't rain and took the turn slow. 
That's great. That's unsafe, actually. <laughs> it, it is. There's like tread over on like kind of on one side of the tire, but yeah, it needs a new tire. Yeah, just a bit. Well, at least just you wear a- all the gear all the time. I do. I do, actually. So. Cool. All right. Um, so news and notes. We are doing obnoxiously well on time. God, we, we are just not good without Jeff. Or we're so much better. <laughs> we'll leave that for him to decide and our three <laughs> listeners <laughs> well there'll be four this week because Jeff will be one of them that's true, that's true. <laughs> hi Jeff hi Jeff we miss you already so news and notes uh, I want to I wanted to start actually talking about lemons but before I start about lemons uh, the Chup series had their East Coast Championship rather clever pun uh, actually at Atlanta Motorsports Park over the weekend. I didn't realize this because uh, usually I, I only pay attention to chump schedule when I get invited. And the, But it was... But, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say and you, it was right down the street and you didn't get invited? That, you know, it's true. It's true. Um, it's a shame. It is because uh, I, only, I, well, I only run with a couple teams. That, well, actually, just the one team that runs chump. But they had the... It's, it. it Horde Saturday. It was a, I mean, like Halloween events were getting canceled. Vicky and I didn't go out for Halloween because it was raining so bad on there. So those guys are up there. But here's what's of note is uh, an SC300 that I've, I've seen this thing on the track. It won the race and apparently rather decisively too by a good full lap. Uh, number three overall was a Mitsubishi 3000 GT and it's Team Jackie X. And they, they run two of these things. And they are usually disasters because dsm but because mitsubishi 3000 gt this is (laughs) this is not a surprise no no but what's funny is these guys are starting to figure this car out they are actually starting and i've I've seen it last longer and longer every time i sneak down there and run one of those and they actually got third overall of note is number seven overall was the hong nor trans am which is driven by boswell another one of the the uh grm 2000 challenge uh alumni that and I've, I've been against them on track a couple times god he is quick they have some very very good drivers on that team they do and it started out as two of those mazda mx3s which eventually after a number of incidents became one they literally cut one in half and welded it onto the other one and they've run some scca enduros with that car so they have really figured that thing out yeah for a four cylinder mazda mx3 it embarrassed some very good machinery they they've got that car dialed in they really do i remember years ago when they brought it out to texas uh, eagles canyon for what was going to be the series championship for the team. And they, they drug, they drug both of those things out there and they were going against what uh, was a, a confederation of Taurus SHOs under a guy called the show father. And he's got the whole, you know, copying the three pedal mafia just a few years before we did it. Um, guy with the, 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 the mafia, uh, the Godfather logo, but they were like nine of these Taurus SHOs out there and they were all driving like just clowns because they knew they had the biggest cars and they used to really like to intimidate people and they'd break check you going into corners. Oh, which, that's no fun to drive. That's no well, fun. Yeah. We figured out we had a Miata. So as soon as they brake checked us, we use that as count two seconds and that's your brake marker. So you dive to the inside of them and then hit your brakes. We were getting around them on that one. Uh, the last lap of that race, our 
our Miata blew up as it so often did. And the show guys got on my website I owned at the time, OK Speed, and accused us of blowing our motor on purpose to get a yellow flag on the track so that Hong Nor could win the team championship because they I know that was your goal. <laughs> And, and Justin Howe got on there and said, yes, you know, it was the blow engine now button right on the dash. And we waited to the last lap to push it because that's what we want to do is throw another junkyard motor in this damn Miata. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I ended up running against those guys in March uh, when they were down. Well, down when they were here for Road Atlanta and they were uh, fighting the Casey Carden onslaught of Miatas. And they were having to push that car because they had lost a couple of the gears in the transmission. So it's nice to see them get it back together. Chrissy. Oh, I just was wondering. I ask this every time. So you're talking about all the cars that have been in first, third, seventh, eighth. How many cars were there total? I looked because I knew you would ask. Um, Sorry, not Sorry. No, yeah, no, no, don't apologize. Keep me honest. There were 20 that were there that were in contention for the championship with another 35 that were on the entrant list. So about 55 cars, which it's a sub two mile track at Atlanta Motorsports Park, and it's very technical. So that was probably really interesting. Oh, good. Because oh, sometimes I feel like you could have five and then there's only 15 cars. So and then it's boring. Ideas. Then it's just a big track day. You don't yeah, see anybody. Yeah, you don't yeah. race against anybody. It's just boring. And that's going to be the death of the SCCA in NASA because they, you know, they'll run a group of twenty cars and there's seven classes in it, and they're all trying to get their tire contingency money. You know, meanwhile, folks on us are like, eh, just put us somewhere. Loves we, loves we could race. What times the track go cold? When can I open a beer? That's about right, actually. <laughs> hey, speaking of contingency money, I got accepted to Honda Racing Development's uh, racing program, so I get discounts and stuff. <laughs> You can buy a Type R engine for $6,000, a, a crate Type R motor the, the now. The new one, if you, yes. If you're in that program. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, so you should totally do that. that. Yep. Do that and then just drop that in the Civic, leave the giraffe head on it, and take the 200 penalty laps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, who knew? I, I, did I say you must submit your, your, your entry, um, your results forms for at least two races this past year that have to have X, you know, certain things on them. And you must submit your entry card, your membership card to a racing organization and this and that and that. So I, I printed out, I, I screenshotted the results from Thompson and from, um, from New Hampshire and highlighted our results on there. And I also, uh, uh, did a screen print of my lemons. Like there's lemons license. <laughs> like that's all I got. So, I put that all in, and they said yes. But there's so a limits license because I haven't had one. Like, I pay a fifty dollars yeah, fee. I've never that's had it. a license. That's it. So that's why I did the screenshot of here is my my lemons thing saying you are you are valid. Your name and your license is good. And that's what are you it. Doing? What are you doing? So that's that. Where where did you get this? What, what I mean, did you make it up? Was it in crayon? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. I had to fill out a all form. Right. I had to do all this stuff. Fill out all, all kinds of things about what chassis I have, what engine code I have, all this stuff. And, hey, they accepted me, so now I can buy parts for discount. So, hey, thanks, Honda. Okay, so Fat Crack Racing and uh, OK Speed, if you're listening, and I know you're not, uh, you guys should totally do that because you guys have uh, a similar racing pedigree, and you could totally buy one of those Type R engines for Six grand. Now that I'm having to build a new motor, I'm going to need some parts. So I'm going to see how it works and how well it works. And hey, why not? Okay. So, yeah, let's put a pin in that because I actually want to hear that uh, an update on a future episode. We should totally be sponsored by Honda Parts. We're, we're, we're ready for them. 
Like like the plug exactly. we gave Mazda exactly. for their 2017 CX-5 with all kinds of new active safety features. It's a great car. Thanks. Hey, Mazda. We'll take any sponsor <laughs> at this point. Like yeah, yeah, I, I would actually, you know, because the, the big one out there now that uh, you're seeing on Slip Angle Podcast and Smoking Tires, Beeline Coffee. And I know you guys aren't coffee people. But, I'm, I'm a coffee person. Oh, it is worth the hype, Beeline Coffee. And okay. they do this, well, it is, they do this thing at the racetrack. It's a cold nitro brew. So you get it, and it's like a cold Guinness, but it's coffee. And it is so <laughs> You're <good>. so excited. <laughs> See oh, that, man. advertiser? See what a great pitch we can do for you. Oh, man. Nitro brew cold coffee for Beeline. If you are at any track event and they have that, drink it and you will understand. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. Hey, Let's back to back news and notes. Seriously. All right, back to we news digress. and notes. Here's the news. As, as, we, as we rarely do. Here's news. It seems, uh, against all odds, Three Pedal Mafia has <gasps> won the East Coast Championship of Lemons and the Drivers' Championship. So, Yay! the uh, the the team gets us a free entry into Atlanta. That's nice. I, I emailed Nick about it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, sure. Just tell me when you're done. I can hit zero. <laughs> the drivers' ah, win gets we, us we, absolutely we, nothing. We told you. We told you we would give you. All right. Damn it. All right. We got to take that out of the rules next year. Uh, so yeah, I think we were one of the very few people who have ever used that. Um, yeah, unless we, you're three pedal mafia. Right, we've used it twice now, which that's fun. Uh, so, I didn't realize nobody else used it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, most of the East Coast team don't go west because we we went right. once and and rode with rented the car from um, Dave Scheibel and Fish. And we did yeah. that, and we're doing it now. So the tw- I wonder the- who who wins the West Coast when it's on the West Coast. Somebody probably uses it. They out probably there. did when they're at West, but now right. the, now that the season enters in the East. Yeah, it's us. Cool. Yeah, hey, woohoo, we're winners, sort of. Atlanta's not south. It is south, but it's, it's a lot East easier south. for us to go than for uh, for California. Yes, sure. I'm sorry, I was just trying to think of it. It's probably listed in the south southern region. It is. It's in yes. the it's in the south region, not the Gulf region or the East region. The south. Okay. That sounded dumb, but see, I, see, I don't don't sure. we only have? Well, see, now we have. Four races down here because we get we're going to have NOLA, we're going to have Alabama, uh, Road Atlanta, and CMP. CMP is south. I think uh, the other ones are Gulf. Alabama's not. I'm I because it's that it's, might be south. Yeah, CMP and CMP south. and Barber might be south, and and NOLA is definitely Gulf. Oh yeah, okay. I don't know. What and then gonna, one of the Atlanta's going to be south. Texas. They might put Barber in there. Yeah, they have the Houston ones are Gulf. Definitely. Uh, we'll see what they do. Anyway. Which is a fantastic segue because this weekend, Lemons Houston is coming up. And so I don't know if you guys, uh, I, I imagine Tetanus is going to show up. They're usually pretty strong. I mm-hmm. imagine the inglori- one of the uh, inglorious bass turds, uh, Jerry Ringle and the crew with the Thunder Chicken, will uh, be down there. You guys know anybody that, that's going to try and make that run? We know nobody in Texas really except Tetanus. And one of these days we said we should go down and do a Texas race just because we don't know any of those people. We've never done those tracks. We should do that. And then we do things like Barber and Atlanta and stuff. And And have to rebuild an engine and fix our house. Like this year, our our away race was Kentucky. Nice. Tetanus is like a a very much like a three pedal race with kids. You know, they they feed everybody. They they set up a compound. You know, they have a not as polished of a pit mom and a pit dad, but they've got a good system down there. And plus, you know, the the first non 
Well, it was, there was no three pedal mafia back in the day when I met you guys, but the first race I did is when I met uh, Dr. Mom and she and Chris have been awesome ever since then. Yeah, we've met Mary and Chris before. They're great. Yeah, I wish we could have made it to the gathering of the Chris's that they did out in Denver. Oh, a couple seriously. Of years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, wow. We uh, were missing. Yes, yes. So that is awesome about the Repetal Mafia. Um, so, yeah, then good luck to everybody running down in uh, Texas. I hope it doesn't rain too terribly much. Every time, I, every time I go down to Houston, it seems like it's cold and rainy. Every race they seem to have is some kind of a biblical event. It's either epic rain or, or it's like, snow. Hey, when is there snow and ice in Houston? This weekend. That's when, bitches. <laughs> and... Uh, and that track is that track is so absurd. I, I, it's a it's a great country club model, but as an actual racetrack, I hate that track. <laughs> not English Town level of hate, but oh man, do I not like that track? Uh, I don't think there's any any worse hate for a track than English Town. That's so bad. Oh, uh, so bad. So so effing bad. Okay. But it's like they had a flat track, and they're like, oh crap, we need to like do something. So they just put a a hump of a hill right in front of a 90 degree right hand turn which you know makes it really fun in the rain when you're doing 12 and the car still completely slides off the track on you when you're trying to make that turn all right fantastic <laughs> i want to go there so now. <laughs> all right you'll love it it's out in the middle of nowhere it's great okay so let's move on to our main topic uh unless you guys get any more news yeah go for it all right. Oh, wait. Oh, you know what? It's not on the notes, but I was having a conversation with Soggy this weekend or this week. Uh, you guys being That's on the a story East... in and of itself. But anyway, keep yeah, going. OK, fair enough. You know, out on the West Coast, you guys have probably run against Ferkel, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Ferkel went up for sale. Saw, that. saw that. Yeah. And uh, guess who picked it up? Soggy. Yeah, now I have no idea how he's going to get it home. No the last way. time he bought a car on the West Coast, it what? sat in my garage in Oklahoma for three months. But yeah, apparently it's his. This can cool. only end well. Oh, absolutely. There is there is no fail in that plan yeah. at all. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing the 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 nine eleven soggy mobile. This, the, yeah. Wow. Good for him. Okay. All right, so um, Mental, to start us up on our, our topic here and uh, and what you want to see. So, granted, the mighty mighty three pedal mafia has been invited to the uh, closing ceremonies. Uh, okay. Oh, good to know. Okay, so coming uh, coming up is the basically it's the end of the season. Now it's a little later for you guys than you're used to. Cause normally you guys wrapped up in October and actually for the longest time, that was my final race too, until I moved back here. Yeah, we're usually but, done after Halloween Hoopty Fest until they start up in New Jersey in the spring. So we had a six months off, um, except for our away race in California that we weren't driving. So, or we weren't bringing a car. So this is different for us. Mm -hmm. So just meditating on that for a bit. Cause that was, it was, it was when I first got into this back in, nebraska it was the same kind of concept you had your last event you know you wore your jackets and it was kind of cold and then you put everything away and started driving like a jerk in february waiting for the first race so it's but it's an off season and i was just thinking you know what are your goals for next year as team owners as arrive and drives as principals as builders and maybe not just related to racing but things about if you've got 
you know, something you want to accomplish this year. Don't you guys, I think you guys get some sort of minor weekend plan next fall. I, you know, some sort of minor get together with friends and family. Yeah. So that, uh, anyway, but you have any racing goals, you got car goals, you got non-race car goals, just things you want to do next year. And what's your plan for getting there? Because the big thing in the military, they always beat into our heads is goals have to be measurable and achievable. And I'm sure your corporate training's given you some semblance or a variation of that thing you bet goal is going to be smart it's going to be specific measurable achievable uh, reachable uh. and tangible <laughs> no uh. timely 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 that's what it is yeah timely that's it or time specific <laughs> whatever it's been a while since i did a development plan for somebody it's been like six months so yeah um well, our first goal is get the civic sorted again we had it there with the power we had it there for you know, as a contender at pointy end of the field now we just need to make it reliable enough so i'm not building new races every new motors every three races that's going to be the key we also need to figure out the rest of our team and, and the cars and whatnot and which car we have is going to go where and who's driving what and uh like are we going to send a mental a car or not um and Really, we have to work on the kitchen. That's going to be a big life goal is getting this kitchen that's been underway for years now. And it keeps I keep making progress on the kitchen. And then we have to fix a race car. <laughs> so we stop making progress on the kitchen. Or and, have to do emergency bathroom remodel. Right, which is going coming along nicely. The tile is down. The grout is down. Now I have to paint the wainscoting and install that in the trim. And we're almost done. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd like to point out that in the time that this kitchen has been under remodeling, I was both promoted to major and retired from the military. Oh, and we've also lived here for what seven, six years, five years were since we, we started the. Were kitchen. we really remodeling the kitchen at that point, Mendel, or was it the other parts of the house? Yes, yeah, okay. but <laughs> that's true. Because <laughs> I, 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 I want to say I visited one time, and the fridge was like in another room, or no, that was <laughs> or, that was the oven, the and, oven, or, and the or washer oven. and dryer. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, and they were in your your drawing room as you as you first walked in. Yeah, and it's and I think it's it's been longer. When did you guys move into that house? Because I remember was it two thousand uh, no two thousand ten when the first time I, I crashed out there for November something. November oh nine, we bought the house. Okay, November oh nine. I uh, yes, yeah, it's that's uh, yeah, it's anyway, uh, we've it's made a lot of progress since then. Now, but so. the, yeah, the kitchen <laughs> is the last thing to go because all the other things we've done have been to get ready for the kitchen. And what mental, one of the things I was saying is one of our things we had to figure out while you were gone getting more tequila is that we need to figure out what we're doing for cars and what's going where. And do we give mental one of the cars we have here to hopefully mm. drive and not break too badly? And what else is going on? Because we've got this Integra that's out there now. For yes, doc, talking I think to the Bruce. safest bet is to give me the Integra because then if when I screw it up, we're not all like out a bunch of well, money or a good car. Well, here's the thing. I talked to Bruce today. talked to the guy that has it who is currently quite angry about the whole situation. And he said the car is terrible. It's been sitting outside for a year and a half, and it's completely not even close to anywhere near the semblance of a race car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So there's that. There, which, there's that, which is which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Really, the biggest thing is our, our. I think our team goal is push for an overall. We've got the car. It, when it's running right, it's fast enough. I think we are, are just about good enough. Everyone needs to tighten it up just yeah. a little bit to get that extra one or two seconds of lap average that we need to have. And we need to have the car last more than two races on a motor. Now, a and, lot. 
Yes. Uh, and I want to ask again, as, as a team owner, do you think those two seconds are being left on the track? Or you think you're they're in the pits? They're on the track. We've gotten our pits down pretty well. When we try for a pit stop, we are fast. Uh, example, last time at New Hampshire, when I was working with Aaron and Dave in the Cressida, we gained two laps on our nearest competitor in the pits. That's it. Wow. Yep. Wow. Okay. Pit game is strong. We've that's, got that's... A, when we're trying, we've got a strong pit game. I remember we fueled the boat from the moment the car stopped to the moment it left with 18 gallons of gas under three minutes gone. And that that boat was not easy to fuel because that the, the it was a side pour and it didn't flow very well. It was okay. The Civic you got problem is you got to get in the hatch to fill the Civic up, and when you're doing it, it's going to take 18, 19 gallons, and it takes a while to do that. But we've gotten pretty fast at it. We know what we're doing. Our belts are set up. We've done this enough, so we're not leaving time in the pits. We're leaving time on the track now. We we, we picked the low hanging fruit. That is that's real impressive. That's awesome. Like the only thing we could do is go for um, dry brakes, you know, but that's hundreds of dollars and all kinds of setup differences. And we're not quite there yet, but I think we're pretty fast. And, and you, and you don't even want to bother with a removable steering wheel. I can't imagine you fussing with dry brakes. I don't get the removable steering wheel thing. We get in and out fine. And it takes extra seconds to take the wheel on and put it back off and on. I don't get it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll <clears throat> goodbye. Some of our associated listeners. Um, most of the three pedal mafia that climbs in and out of the civic is fit. So that they fit well, gen- gentlemen, yeah. <laughs> of, gentlemen of ample carriage. I can understand needing the, the removable wheel, but for the people that we have in the Civic, everyone gets in and out just fine because the door bars are enormous. There's plenty of room in there. Everyone can get in and out fine. We don't need to take the extra three oh, seconds and the, each way. The seats are on sliders, yep. so we can we, we move them out, and it's easy. Uh, un- 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 that might be helpful in some other cars that don't yeah. have them on. Sliders. And it's even a tilt wheel still. So you can do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys upgraded the containment seat in the Civic? God, it's been so many years. No, it's, it's still the, the Momo fiberglass FIA one. That's okay. fine. Because everything else I'm running is a containment seat. So it is a bit of a challenge, even with the seats on sliders, getting in and out of there on a fixed roof car. Yeah. No, this one, it, 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 it's, it's a Civic hatchback. The doors are enormous. We doors made, are enormous. We made the cage with tons of room. Uh, it, it Getting in and out is no problem. One thing people can do that we haven't really had to do that, that Manny told me about from their team is they have a guy on the pit stop. His designated uh, job is the remover. So he, what he will do is grab onto the shoulder straps on everyone's fire suit that are there to make you pull your, your, your sack of meat <laughs> out of the car. And he will just lift and haul and pull your ass out of the car because he, he, he can do it faster than you can climb out. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're doing it right, then you should be do undoing your belts already, and you're already preparing as you're coming down pit row. Yeah. So you, in theory, don't. I mean, I wouldn't need that. I think I can fall out pretty fast. You can't. Well, you're nimble and quick. Like, I wouldn't worry yes, about but, you or Steve yeah. getting out of the car fast. Um, other people. But I wonder how if fast. if he could pull a man of ample carriage how fast and then climb out. How how fast he wouldn't even have to use two hands on Chrissy. It would just be <laughs> yeah, just grab her by the haunts. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. Mental. What are your What are your goals here? Well, I, I, I and I I, I want to get to me, but I do want to talk about so measurable and achievable. How are you getting those two seconds? Oh, well, Chrissy can talk about how she's going to get those two seconds for herself and for Jim and Jeff. I think it's going to be focus on those. They've never really been pushing to to win overall, so now we're we're going to be comparing our telemetry times at the end of the day. See where people leave in time on the table. Um, we've done yeah, some coaching yeah. in car when we could, like we did that at Thompson, and that was helpful a lot for, for Jeff. 
Um, so that's the kind of thing we need to do. And I think both of those guys need to get their asses to an HPDE and get some right seat time with or someone in the right seat and have them tell them what's going on. Everyone needs a little coaching now and then. I don't care how you go, DR. And I, I, I and, and I say this as a compliment to Jeff. I think I think Jeff is uh, yeah. There's a lot of untapped potential there just because he doesn't. He is track wise. He's very risk averse. He is to a point, but he also just needs to get. He just needs to push a little harder in the right places and back off in the right places. That's that's the and, thing. And just we're getting having. more comfortable with doing that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, that's that's a good one. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, so my thing is actually kind of simple. Uh, you know, I grant that I have the world's longest 9-11 project in the garage that I need to get rid of. But what I'm finding is I'm just a way better arrive and drive than I am car owner. He said to the two people he's trying to convince to loan him a car. But it's uh, it's this is nothing one, new to us. Uh, yeah, it, it, exactly. You admitting but, it doesn't make it a, a revelation. <laughs> no, it just makes me proud of you. Uh, Good job. So, well, and I think part of it is, is I've, I've, I've fallen back into a job that I really enjoy, and that does take a lot of my time away from racing, which I think actually makes me appreciate racing more. So as a serial arrive and drive, it does take planning and prep. I do, to almost an obnoxious level, take pride in my physical fitness. Uh, I wouldn't still mind having a proper track toy. If uh, Vicky gets a uh, proper car, There's a, I'm, I'm just kicking around the idea of turning the Mercedes into a time attack HPDE because it's not like I get any money selling it and there's probably 8,000 pounds I could pull out of it and weight that would make it interesting on a track uh, get something that's you know at least you know, legal in most uh, sporting organizations and then for no other reason than it's fun I would really love to go rally crossing again when I was stationed in Colorado I got a uh, Dave Menarchy from the old GRM board sold me a SPG Saab 900 turbo that I couldn't get a title for. So I just took rally crossing and it was a blast just sliding cars around. That's a lot of fun. I think it reinforces some car control principles. I've always wanted to try rally cross. I've never had a car that I cared little enough about that was not already set up for road course stuff that I was willing to use. And that's key. It's it's got to be something you just don't like because it is going to get you know gravel and mud and all kinds of unpleasantness everywhere. Uh, but it's been it's been ten years since I've done that, and the my my personal goals uh, trying to get better at my job, and I really want to run another marathon. I was uh, I was on a kick where I was doing one a year for a while, and I don't you know I I've fallen out of that habit, and I want to get back into it. Okay, there. So. Yeah, uh, and I, I, I've had it. It's it's, just, it's probably a slightly depressing conversation, but I'm not trying to make it a depressing conversation. But I'm, you know, come to the realization that I probably don't have any time left on track. I mean, physically, as far as my abilities, sure, I am way slower than I should be. But just as I ever creep up in age, I've probably gotten about as fast on a track as I'm going to get. There might be a second or two out there left, but you know, I'm. I, I just remember seeing some of these uh, the 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 older guys at the track, and they're still having fun, you know. But they're they'll freely admit they're not as quick as they used to be. I don't believe it. I think you I still have think it. So I either. think you still have plenty. You just need some good coaching, my friend. Some good coaching gets you out of your habits that are that are wrong. Get you into some new habits and get find you the speed that you you think you don't have because you pl- think you plateaued. You need some coaching. 
Well, like I say, yeah, no, I, I don't think that I've, I've achieved the optimum level and skill. I just, yeah, it might be just one of those things where I'm too set in my habits and maybe I do. I just need some good coaching and I've spent too much time in the left seat and I need to get back or in the right seat. And I, I need to get back in the left seat and have someone barking at me. Absolutely. And when they do, you're going to, you're going to be mad at yourself that you didn't see it and you didn't notice it, but that's exactly what you need is someone to tell you, no, don't lift here. What are you doing? Keep going. Yeah. No, you can make this corner. Things like that. Break, break that's, at the one. That, that's say, very no, insightful. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be very mad at myself. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're like, damn it. Why didn't I think of that? I know I can do that. And then every time you come up to that corner again, you're going to hear that guy in your ear and you're going to do it and it'll be okay. And there's, there's your second at least. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. and pushing yeah. yourself after you already heard that person pushing to a little bit further and trying things, even though they're not comfortable. Sometime on track, especially when you're out of contention, you know, a bit. Pick a corner and work on it. Say, I'm going to work on corner one for three laps, five laps. Now, you gave me that advice earlier. Where actually, when we were having like our informational meetings, and I, 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 I did exactly that. I took that piece of advice when I was running at uh, in Mid Ohio, and I did. I would just pick a corner, and then like after the race, I talked to uh, Sam, and I ended up trimming almost a full second off my time from Saturday to Sunday by working on one. It's uh, it was one specific corner as you come out of madness and you enter into the carousel. Uh, I was breaking way, way, way too uh, late and too hard. And I, uh, there was a way to carry a whole lot more speed into the corner, and I got comfortable with the car sliding on all fours as it as it came over a hill. And yeah, it was awesome. And okay. I can not not just one or two times. I was consistently almost a full second faster. And that's one of the beauties of endurance racing is you've got two hours in the track and the track in the car. You have time to pick a corner, work on it, get it, move to the next one, repeat. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and I always say this, my favorite thing about racing is it's a circle of improvement. You mm-hmm. know, oh, I figured out every corner on this track. This is perfect. Oh, wait, now my equation for turn one is all jacked up. Yep. Keep going. Yeah. That's why everyone said, oh, I've got turn three, but all of a sudden now you're coming in turn three 10 miles an hour faster because you figured out one and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. exactly. Cool. Chrissy, what about Chrissy, you? Chrissy, enlighten us. Um, I'm going to get, I want to get faster. So this year was a, a lot of improvement. I, I think I, I did a whole bunch of HPDEs, not sure, two, three, four, something like that. And I uh, learned from a whole different, a whole lot of people. So I had different coaches. We went to, uh, pit race we went to people like i had coaches that i didn't know so i think that helps um so yes well and i was gonna say and yeah I, everything you've done i just saw the result at at uh ncm and you were and i told you this you were incredible you were f- very very fast and I, I, mean, I actually learned a pl- plenty actually just talking to chris from saturday to sunday because i know that there were a couple things that i was breaking and shifting in the wrong place and i said i was struggling here and now i know i talked with both of you about different corners and and, and all the corners in ncm and uh, i think i really improved so i've been caring more uh even at new hampshire I, we didn't drive a whole lot and when we did uh it was slow but i took the opportunity to really concentrate on the things that I learned this year and really try to, uh, even if I'm moving slowly, I'm going to try to make go a little bit faster and break a little less and, and uh, you know, remember all the things that we I learned all year. So I think, yeah, getting faster, obviously, Chris said, we uh, need to get faster or uh, we're not going to win. And I don't want to be that guy who's the slowest guy on the team. So that's uh, a goal of mine. And uh, I guess, so that's not really measurable or it's not a smart goal, which I'm sorry because I did not prepare said smart goal. Well, um, is, is it because you've, you've, you race basically the same tracks and you know what your average was last year in a very fast car. And I, I think you could measure that probably with 
And we can always yep. pull it back up. We know for about what when people were. And like for Thompson, we did a spreadsheet of uh, when everyone was in and out and everyone's average lap times and number of lap times over a certain threshold, et cetera, like that. So that's something we can definitely measure. Yeah. Well, measure getting better, I guess, is is a little yep. bit nebulous, but it's uh, but I'm just trying to practice getting faster. Um, and then I guess on the personal side, uh, we got to plan a wedding. So I feel does, like we've. Does kinda, Chris know that you're doing that? I think Wait, so. Wait, what? <laughs> um, Are you sure? No, actually, I, that's what I said. Um, so <laughs> I, I, we need, we need to do something. We haven't sent out save the dates or anything like that. So um, that is on my list of things that now need to become a priority because they haven't been. <laughs> just do it. Hey, uh, guys, just show up uh, Show up at this address, uh, bring some beer, somebody pick up some pizzas. Is anybody an happen. ordained minister or can get on the internet? Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Of That's course, Jeff. Jeff's an ordained minister. Of course oh, no, he, he, he will be. He's not. He's, <laughs> he's filling out the form because the state of Massachusetts is very liberal like that. And if you fill out the form and pay your $20 60 days in advance, you get your one-day permit. So, it's Jeff. Uh, speaking, speaking of Jeff who's not here and this show has gone off the rails because of it. Um, where's the title on the uh, Citroen? Uh, Jeff, come on. Uh, and here's supposed to go this week. I thought it was next and week. Here's why was, I bring that up. November sometime. And it's just barely November now. Oh, that's right. So Sam, Sam Smith is waxing poetically on Instagram about how he wants a Citroen. I'm like, I know a cheap one. And because it's a lemon's car, it's right up your alley, Sam, because you're an automotive sadomasochist. Hey, it's the I mean, cheapest it's running cheap. and driving one that he's ever going to find. That's true. Yeah, no, it's not cheap in the sense of a cheap Honda, no, but it's cheap in the sense of Citroens. Yeah, the, the cheapest running driving Citroen SM in the world, probably. In the world. And it's caged. <laughs> yes. And, and, and has pedigree. Yeah. So, Sam, if you're listening, hi. And if you're interested, <laughs> hi. Call us. Call us. <laughs> Nice. So, uh, hell sweeter, but terrible. We've been uh, dancing this dance about uh, going to NOLA, and you guys are lukewarm on the idea, but it's it's my spring break the week before, so uh, I'm going. And I got an email from Chris Champion, so I'm going to go down there and run that race with tetanus. Well, I guess we don't have to worry about giving you a card then. That makes it easy. (laughs) Thanks, Chris and and Mary. And of course, that's hella sweet. Like that's not even a question. Yeah, duh. Well, again, it, yeah, it's 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 running with tetanus, and you know, now you talk about teams that theme well, tetanus themes well, and they they do so clothing wise. Like you know, like the three pedal mafia shirts. Their uh, their 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 wear is often sought out. Like the Upton Sinclair's quality meat products, and uh, you know the 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 ones with the international minions organization labor union yeah yeah no, they're they're fantastic they always have run a good team they're nice people uh their cars sometimes work sometimes don't but that's <laughs> so lemons. Manual of pains, yes yeah, that's lemon but if you know if you know what you're getting into there's cars that usually work all weekend and there's yeah. teams that but you know you're ever gonna have a good time with them they run a good show no, nice people. Good time. They are, yeah so that leaves us to just, just a tip. I look forward to how you guys are going to say that. It's fun. One of these days, we're going to work it out, and it's going to be professional, and you're going to be totally taken aback. Yeah, no, I don't want it to be professional. It's like, <laughs> well, like how we sing "Happy Birthday," not professional. Wait, no one's ever going to be excited about just a tip. Okay, so 
Uh, this week's Just the Tip comes from uh, a personal experience. It is unlike last week, which uh, feedback Wait, from Christmas mom. I want to edit that part right. Oh God, that's even better. I want to edit that part right now and use that as the promo. So Just no. the Tip comes from personal experience from Chris's mom. No, no, no. My mom, my mom didn't like last week's safety tip about throwing up in the helmet. She thought that was gross. Anyway, um, so this week this is uh, important to not do. Suppose um, this week is safe lifting. So uh, this weekend, Bro. I hurt my back. I uh, started. We started lifting weights again after a couple very busy weeks. Uh, so we started lifting last Thursday. So I probably did something a little bit wrong when I was lifting, and I was really sore. Um, and so this weekend on Saturday, I pushed, helped to push the Civic out of the garage. We pushed it up the hill, um, and then I started doing stuff and just kind of moving around. And when I was, I twisted to get some wheels out of the passenger side of the Civic, and I went to lean over, and I didn't lift with my legs because I had to kind of twist the wheel and twist myself to get the wheel out, and I saw, pulled something serious in my back. Um, I really am struggling to move around, and it's very uncomfortable. So my, um, my safety tip is no matter how old or how young or how good of shape or not, you can always hurt your back and it still sucks so uh, make sure that you're do- if you're going to lift something do it with uh, lift with your legs please don't and twist. if anyone knows how to lift properly and i, I say there's no sarcasm because this actually is your job oh sure i mean this is a safety thing that yes people at my job get hurt all day every day and this is of course something yes we do we do preach to them that this is something that they should be doing but it's also sucks when the safety person hurts their back i kind of don't tell anybody that i'm like oh ow that hurts oh i'm i'm fine you know i can move um no, but- I, was, I was squatting 240 at the gym the other day and then uh, this weakling over here was dropping his 50 pound barbell so i had to go grab it at least you didn't hurt yourself at work because when the safety person he's hurt himself at work no one wants that paperwork no not at all and i don't want to tell anybody that there is that paperwork so yeah and actually (laughs) it's my excuses like yeah i was pushing a car and that was no that's why i hurt my back do you say car do you say race car because uh, it because it sounds tougher when you say race car. True. Now I'll say that. Um, but yeah, anyway, I was, I was pushing my race car out of the garage so it didn't scuff my supercar. Yeah, that that might have happened actually. So um, basically, uh, my uh, end result is if you uh, if you get hurt and you've ever pulled your back, you will remember how bad it sucks, and you will try to remind yourself not to do things that are stupid. So don't hurt your back. Lift tape safe. Safe tip: Don't do things that are stupid. <laughs> you know that is that is actually my safety briefing to my students every friday don't do anything stupid don't get injured and i don't want to hear about any negative conversations with law enforcement fair enough fair enough and with that <laughs> with that all right let's see if i can actually get this to work i gotta because we don't have uh, jeff's awesome mixing pedal hide that so it doesn't make a noise you can do it come on Michael. all right here we go all right come on so it would appear that you have just about wasted exactly one more hour of time. So let's do this. Can you get the music to play? Can I get the music to play? could have been doing this while I was talking. I don't sing the song very well. Oh, wait, great. I'm doing the Jeff where I'm playing the intro over again. No, we don't need that. Oh, my God. Okay. Thanks for downloading us. Thanks for downloading us. No, no, no. I promise you I can get it. Here it comes. All right. Dang it. Get back over here. Hey, Jeff. We miss you. No. 
We we miss you so 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 very much, Jeff. Okay, there we go. Hey, thanks for downloading us. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We hope you will also join in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why did it stop playing? Oh God. Anyway, speaking all right, of failure, if you've enjoyed this podcast, come back next week because Jeff will be back and it'll be so much better. If you didn't like us, email us at everyoneracers at gmail.com. Tell us why we suck, and we may read it on the air and take the feedback seriously. Or if you're Darren, just text me. I'll read that, too. Get on our Facebook page. If you have any questions or want to give us some show ideas, or drop us a comment on our Facebook page, Everyone Racers, or like our team Facebook page, the Three Pedal Mafia Lemons Racing Team. We're also on Instagram and Twitter. We haven't tweeted yet, but we have Instagrammed a couple of times. <clears throat> what is that? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> It makes your pictures look worse for the kids. You're so old. All right. If you'd like to help us produce the show, donate to the cause at patreon.com slash everyone racers. Or if you're Honda or Mazda or Beeline Coffee and you want to throw us a couple of shekels to hockey or something else, we'll take which we are, which we already love. Uh, Yeah. Or anybody else. Thanks again. And until next week, keep the shiny side up. Unless there is no shine to shiny, then just keep the wheels down. (laughs) Bye. 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 We miss you, Jeff. (laughs) 